from the Oklahoma Studios. This is another edition of the Oklahoma's Varsity Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Jordan. I'm here today with a new co-host, uh, James D. Jackson. James, thanks for, uh, I guess I would say thanks for joining, but uh, that's, it is your first time on the podcast. Uh, welcome, I guess. Uh, we're glad to have you on the podcast. Uh, James is uh, James is new to the Oklahoma's Varsity uh, High School coverage team. He, uh, I guess the first day was yesterday. And, yesterday, uh, yep. He's, uh, <laughs> he's kind of, we're throwing him in the fire because obviously we got basketball season, got a few big tournaments coming up this weekend, but uh, I guess welcome on to the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me, really. Glad it, to be here. So tell tell uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. I know uh, you've definitely been local, especially if you're from the Edmond area. You, you definitely know James and his work. But uh, tell everybody else a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, and uh, kind of uh, what you'll be covering. Okay, so I'm from uh, Midwest City. Uh, went to Carl Albert, played baseball there, uh, won three state titles there, went to the finals every year. Show off. Uh, <laughs> uh, then went to UCO, studied journalism. I'm still studying journalism there. I have one more semester left. But I've been stringing with the Edmond Sun – for the past year and a half uh, and getting my feet wet, things like that. And just got brought onto the Oklahoma. And so it's been a, it's been a good run so far. Let's say showing off with three state championship. <laughs> do you still have, do you have rings for all three years? I didn't get the first ring. Didn't get the first I ring. I didn't get the first ring. No. It's all right. You got, you had to figure you were going to get a couple. I was a freshman that year. So I, did, I was like, I'm not even going to. Oh yeah, yeah. I can see that. <laughs> well, uh, we have a, not a, not a terribly long podcast for you guys today. Just kind of talking a little bit like we do every week. Kind of talk about some of the best things, best games, teams, players that we saw last week. Talk a little bit about some of the games that we're covering this week, and then we'll kind of do a little bit of a of an advanced preview, talking about uh, some of the tournaments that we have coming up this uh, this weekend. Um, I think there's nine tournaments in the Oklahoma City area, and then across the state, you have a bunch of the county tournaments and everything. Um, a couple small updates from last week, the OSSA board meeting. Uh, first off, the uh, the board of directors approved new football districts for the next two seasons. Uh, you can go to oklahoman.com and check out all of those districts. There's a few changes, obviously, with the new classifications of some teams going out, some teams going down, uh, but the board used a 13-to-1 vote to, to approve those new districts, and they also approved a new two-year agreement with the Oklahoma City Tennis Center to host the next two years of st- state tennis championships, um, they they're in the final. They were in the final year of a three-year agreement. Uh, they decided to only do two years this year because Edmond is building a new tennis center, and in a couple of years they want Edmond to have a fair chance to bid to host uh, those state t- tennis championships. So that's why it was only a two-year agreement. But but uh, James, I'll kind of let you start. What when you kind of look back at your week last week? Cause like we said, you you're up at the Edmond Sun. You covered a few games last week. What were some of the big things that stood out to you, or who was someone who had a really outstanding performance? Okay, so I uh, I got to watch uh, Norman play Edmund North, and the strange thing that I, I saw was the boys' team of uh, Edmund North only scored five points in the first quarter, and they were able to come back in the end and win uh, 62-58. to 58. So it was a really good performance for them. The third quarter is where they really blew it up, and they got up to as much as ten, a 10-point ten lead uh, you know, before – things regressed but they 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 held on to the at the very end and the girls also only had a nine point first quarter so a 14 point combination of uh, first quarter for both teams the girls obviously uh lost in the at the free throw line by kelby washington of norman who uh iced the game at the free throw line and they lost by two so uh just to come back to the very end after those uh terrible starts it's it's impressive i think uh uh, you you like you said you kind of mentioned seeing that Norman team how, how impressive how impressive are they because it seems like they I mean they have I think all five of their starters when healthy have a Division one offer right mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. I think they're, Power Five offer too yeah they're they're very good um, I can't remember what name off the top of my head but 
the uh, who's the girl that just just went to Kansas State? He just we got an offer from Kansas State. Oh, I'm blanking as well. Yeah, uh, God, there's so many she good was, players on that she team. She was knocking them down from deep. Um, but yeah, I, I know uh, Michaela Parks. Yeah, uh, Michaela Parks. Yes, um, yes. I was very very impressed by her performance. I mean, that's the thing with them. They have great guard play. They have great post play. They have. I mean, they're just an overall team. But then you look at Edmund North too. I mean, they're. They're right there mm-hmm, too. I mean, mm-hmm. Coach P always has always has them ready to go. Um, he's he he's a fantastic coach. Always has his always has his girls ready to go. Um, I think for me, I, I finally got to get out and watch Kingfisher last week. You know, they're on a state long winning streak. Uh, coach Jared Reese just won his two hundredth career game last Friday. Um, I think they've won thirty three straight games now, wow. dating back to last season. Obviously, winning the Class Four A state championship. But finally got to see Bijan Cortez. He kind of blew up this summer. He and Matthew Stone, his teammate, are. Just they're so good. Uh, they each had a uh, – B. John had a couple – I think he had two really big dunks, and then Matthew had another one. But Kingfisher just looks incredibly stout. Um, it's just uh, it's just incredible what uh, how good that basketball team is. Really, really good, good on defense. They have people on offense who uh, can just make it from anywhere. Maverick Ridenauer, uh caught fire from three-point line and made five threes, and apparently he's been really cold all season. Um, so I was really impressed with how well Kingfisher played. And then Friday I got to see uh, uh, Heritage Hall and Trey Alexander play, and I've got to see them play. I think that was my fourth time that I'd seen them play in the last uh, in about the last month, and they're just getting better every single time I see them play. Uh, Jack Spanier, obviously Trey Alexander playing well, but Jack Spanier had a really big shooting game. Um, Sebastian Perry is starting to come along really well, freshman, but he's starting to play well. Uh, Philip Smitherman down low in the post. He's not the biggest guy, but he's such a physical presence down low that he's playing really well. So – those are a couple of the guys that uh, that stand out to me for sure. Um, uh, kind of looking at the games we're going to tonight, we've already uh, selected kind of where we're going tonight, but these are a couple teams that um, with a couple of the games that we're going to, you're going to head down to Norman North at Moore. What, what what can you tell us about those two couple teams? Because they also have a couple of star players mm-hmm. on each side. It should be a, a very good matchup. Uh, as of yesterday, their rankings, uh, Moore is number seven and Norman North is number nine. They're both coming into the game 9-3 with a uh, record. So I, I assume this will be a close a close game for the girls. Um, I'm very excited to see Aaliyah Moore again. Last time I saw her, I think she recorded 35 points <laughs> against Evan North. So uh, I can't wait to see what she does tonight. Yeah, I think uh, I think she's so impressive because not only I mean like like we mentioned before, she played Team USA this summer. She she also passed the thousand point threshold for her career as a junior last week on uh, in Friday's game. Uh, we had a bunch of people who passed a thousand points. Uh, P.J. Mitchell Johnson, a junior at Cassidy. Caitlin Levings, a senior at Edmond Memorial. Um, like we said, Aaliyah Moore at Moore, Aaliyah Moore at Moore. <laughs> and then, uh, God, there's one more that, or uh, um, I'm blanking off the top of my head. Isaiah Williams at Millwood. Uh, so four people in the past week have all surpassed a thousand points for their career. So congrats to them. That's a huge accomplishment. But yeah, like you said. I haven't got to see Aaliyah Moore play, and I'm kind of hoping that I get to watch her at least once in this tournament, especially the John Nobles coming up this weekend, just because I really want to see how good she is. But then, uh, like you said, Norman North, too, they're they're playing really good basketball. I think that's going to be one of the better matchups today. I think the girls' game of that, too. And then you look at the guys' game, uh, Norman North is coming off of they had a They had a decent performance at the McGinnis Classic a couple weeks ago. but um, And then the more boys, I mean, the, it'll be an interesting matchup, but I think the girls' game tonight is really going to be electric and something that's going to be fun to watch. What um, you mentioned Aaliyah Moore last time you watched her. What are what are some of the ways that she scores? Like, why is she able to be so effective? I, now she was. I, I see. I wish I had the numbers in front of me, <laughs> but she 
got to the free throw line. I believe it was fourteen plus times. Holy cow! And she like she Hart. was re- no no she she can knock down free throws and she she's she's just dominant in the paint. They just had to foul her. It's like it's almost like how Shaq was in L.A. But she can actually shoot the free throws. So <laughs> <laughs> how tall was, how tall is she? I don't know off the top of my head. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to be wrong. Yeah, I don't know yeah, off the top yeah. of my head. I don't. Wanna, I don't want to say. Yeah, I uh, no. That, that's someone who I'm really looking forward to watching play and and just trying to see what she can do. Because like I said, I I haven't got to see her play yet. So mm-hmm. that's that's a game that I'll end up seeing eventually. I'm heading out to uh, Dell City tonight, so I'm going to watch El Reno and Dell City, which the boys' game. It's two highly ranked teams. Uh, the girls, t- the girls' game is against El Reno, which almost uh, was able to win last year, number eight, and then Dell City at number eleven. So. Um, I'm really excited for both these matchups. I think that it's going to be really interesting for on the boys' side uh, to see how Dell City they've they've proven that they're one of the top teams in the state. I mean, there's no doubt about it. The El Reno boys coming in at seven and five. Uh, Dell City's undefeated, one of the last undefeated teams across the entire state. The only undefeated team left in Class Five A. So I think uh, this matchup is going to be really interesting because you have a team like Dell City that just has athletes all over the floor. I mean, the five that they put on, they're they work so well together. The basketball that they play is just really, really strong, really fluid. And when you look at Arino, they lost Dyson Plumley from last year, but it hasn't seemed to – I mean, obviously with his big scoring presence, everything like that, it hasn't seemed to affect them too much. You know, they've played – they've kind of actually struggled this year against Class 5A competition, going only 2-4. and four. Um, But, you know, they've they've won 3 of 4 coming in, latest win against Western Heights. They also knocked off Anna Darko, which <laughs> – the final score in this game, 27-22. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Anadarko basketball. But uh, they were able to beat Anadarko, and then they beat uh, Capitol Hill uh, before that in the mid-first classic. So it'll just be interesting to kind of see uh, kind of see this matchup because I think I think uh, for the girls, El Reno probably has a slight advantage, and for the boys, Del City has a slight advantage. So should be a fun night out there. Um, kind of looking ahead to the, uh, to the tournaments this week, and I don't know how much you've actually got to look at the brackets quite yet, but – what are some of the games, maybe, or matchups, or just even tournament sites that you're looking forward to heading to? Yeah, I haven't. I didn't even know we had those brackets <laughs> out yet. So, <laughs> yeah. So we have obviously you have the Carl Albert, the Titan Invitational. You have uh, Newcastle's tournament. You have the uh, Heart of Oklahoma tournament down in Purcell. Uh, the John Nobles tournament and more. You have um, I can't remember the name of it. Up in Deer, Deer Creek has a tournament. Cashin has the County Line tournament. Kingfisher has a tournament, and Shawnee has a tournament. Um, there's so many this week matchups that off the top of my head. I think I think one team that I have not got to see yet that I really want to get out and see is Southmore Boys because they have Sam Godwin, Jordan Thompson, their senior duo. Uh, Sam Godwin, has, I've heard from multiple people tell me that he's the best big man in the state. But they're playing down at the John Noble, so I want to go see them, and that will give me a chance to see Leah Moore too because yeah. Moore's the one who hosts <laughs> it. Um, I think I'm going to head out to Shawnee. On, uh, I haven't got to see the Shawnee Boys play yet. Uh, they're they're off to a really good start this year. They're playing uh, ten and two, ranked number third in Class Five A. So I really want to get out and see them. Uh, they're playing Stillwater in the first round. Uh, another tournament I want to make it out to Cashin. The Cashin boys has five ranked teams in the top ten, I believe, five top ten ranked teams, and the girls has three uh, ranked teams playing in that tournament. Wow. So that'll be interesting. Yep. Kingfisher looking at their bracket. Um, the boys side, it's it would be a shock if Kingfisher loses. Um, just because they're just how dominant they've been, but but no, I think um, I think this tournament weekend is going to be so interesting because there's so many sites and so many different teams playing across across the city. It's just going to be kind of interesting to see how everything plays out. So 
Um, but yeah, we'll be we'll be providing coverage of all the tournaments this week, and like you said, you can find all of that at Oklahoma.com. I I guess we should have done this at the opening. What's a way that people can follow you on Twitter in case they don't already or haven't in the last couple of days? Oh, okay, yeah. So my ad is uh, James D Jackson fifteen. So fifteen is the numerals. So well, where's, where's the fifteen come from? Just because? Yeah, I like the number. That's a good, that's a good number. <laughs> is that what you wore in high school? I wore five in high school. Five in so, high school. Yeah. Okay. Pretty close. I used to have eighty one was the number I wore when I played football, and I used to have that in my bio, but then I eventually took it out because I figured I'd have to keep explaining. Oh, it's the number I wore. Yeah. But, um, but no, but, but like we said, it's it's a really busy tournament weekend coming up. Um, trying to think of some football news too. Uh, it was Junior Day this last weekend, so recruiting news. Um, National Signing Day is coming up here, and shoot, two weeks from tomorrow, unless I'm off. I believe it's, believe it's. Uh, Two weeks, yeah. Two weeks from tomorrow is National Signing Day, the official National Signing Day, and uh, that'll be the fifth of February, unless I'm just crazy. I believe it's the fifth of February, and uh, a couple of uh, really talented sophomores in the area, both from the Edmond area, had uh, Jacob Sexton, the offensive lineman, six six three twenty from Deer Creek, who got an offer from OU this weekend, and so did Talon Shetron, the standout wide receiver, six three one seventy, I believe, is 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 his height and weight from uh, Edmond Santa Fe. Um, he had a few kids get Oklahoma State offers as well this weekend. Both those two that we just mentioned already had offers. Um, and then Jaden Bray down in Norman. He also received a Kansas State offer before the weekend. His recruiting, as I've said, is going to continue blowing up. Um, you you know you know a little bit about uh, Talon Shetron from him in Santa Fe. Getting to see him play a couple times this year. I mean, he's just he's incredible as a mm-hmm. sophomore. And he's a really good basketball player too. Yeah. But even what he can do on the football field at this age is just incredible. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's really good. Yeah, I'm very impressed by him. Um, can't say enough about him, actually. Obviously, he's getting all these offers now. His display, his his play speaks for itself. So I think it's really hard to determine offensive line play too. But Jacob Sexton, I have, I have, I've only got to see his film, but I think I kind of when you when someone is a sophomore, 15, 16 years old, is six foot six, three hundred twenty pounds. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is obvious what they're going to do. He's a dominant run blocker, a dominant pass blocker. Um, he's going to continue to get more athletic as he spends time in the weight room and just kind of grows into his body. Even, I mean, it's six six three twenty. It's hard to say someone's growing into their body. But um, have, did you get to see him all the play this year, or, or kind of, or not been able to watch him yet? Uh, I didn't see. I didn't see Dick Creek too often. We we actually had a, a writer out there, so okay, didn't get to cover him too often. Uh, kind of. Well, before we kind of close it out, um, like we kind of said, what is the thing you're? What is the kind of thing you're looking forward to most about now that you're kind of getting settled and? Kind of getting into uh, kind of getting into this new position, kind of covering a little bit more in Edmond now. Yeah, I'm really I'm really excited to see other teams across the state, yeah, out of the Edmond area. No, nothing wrong with Edmond, but just <laughs> I'm just ready to see some more teams, uh, meet some new people, talk to some more some more coaches. So I can't wait for that. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, that's James Jackson. He'll be uh, he'll be covering all the high school sports for us. Uh, make sure you guys follow him on Twitter, James D Jackson 15. Yes, right. Yes, and. Um, and like I said, you'll you'll be seeing him around. He if you already haven't, I mean, he's traveled all over Edmond area and even a little bit beyond that. I think uh, he's covered state championships before. You were out at softball, didn't you? Cover a lot of softball in mm-hmm. the fall. Softball, yeah. And um, so you'll be seeing him around plenty. Um, so don't worry about that. But you have anything else before we go? I think that's it. <laughs> like yeah. I said, a little short pod today. Yeah. <laughs> um, I keep saying I'm going to put out a thing for questions. Once again, I I forgot this week. <laughs> I'll make sure. We'll put out a thing for question next week. Uh, we're trying to record every Tuesday afternoon. Uh, it's about 2.27 right now, so we'll make sure and uh, try to put out a thing for questions next Monday or something so we can answer some questions at the end of the podcast. But uh, thank you guys for listening to another edition of the Oklahoma's Varsity Podcast. Uh, uh, for James Jackson, I'm Cameron Jordan, and uh, we thank you guys for listening. Make sure you uh, stay tuned for the for all of our episodes and stay tuned for all of our coverage as well on the Oklahoma.com. Oklahoma.com.